Welcome to Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle, a branded podcast from Worthy. I'm Audrey, and I'm your host. A woman is like a diamond, strong, resilient, and beautiful. We wanted to open this episode with this quote because today we're talking about diamonds. Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle was created as a way for us to bring you more of what you deserve. But what we really do at Worthy is help you sell diamond jewelry and fine watches. We're not in the business of convincing anyone to part with precious jewelry, but the fact is, a lot of people are looking for a safe and smart way to do it, and we're proud to be here to help. Today I'm sitting down with Roy Albers, our Executive Director of Laboratory Valuations and our Chief Gemologist. Roy leads the team that handles the items you send us and helps you get the best deal available. We're also going to be uploading a video of this episode so you can get a look at some rings, learn about the resale market, and see how all of this works. Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle is a weekly podcast, so make sure you subscribe to keep up with new episodes we're curating to help empower and uplift you as you embrace your fresh start. This podcast is for you, so join our Facebook group, Worthy Women in Divorce, to let us know what you think and what you want to hear. You can also get more at worthy.com slash podcast. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with Roy. When you sell a piece of jewelry, you can't control how much it's worth, but you can make sure that you're selling smart with a team of experts and advocates behind you at Worthy. Your engagement ring can be a financial asset that allows you to embrace a new and fulfilling life after divorce. Let us help you get the best deal possible for the jewelry you've outgrown. Go to worthy.com slash podcast to learn more. So I'm so, so excited that you are on the Thank podcast. Welcome. Absolutely. I'm so proud of this company and what we do. And you are really a pillar of what makes Worthy Worthy. And Thank I'm just you. so, you know, you're the first man and maybe you'll be the only man to be on the podcast. But if there's going to be one, it's going to be you. Well, thank so you. Thank you. Really we're exciting. so excited you're here. Yes. And I was hoping that you could give our listeners or our viewers kind of an idea of what Worthy is, what we do. Okay. So Worthy is the first online marketplace for selling pre-owned luxury goods. What it means is we auction jewelry and collectibles to professional buyers. We have a very expansive marketplace of buyers internationally and domestically here in the United States. We've been in operation since 2011 in many different businesses and iterations of Worthy, and now, since 2013, have been operating as an online auction house. We've auctioned over $20 million worth of items and collectibles for people, and we've been a very big asset to the divorce community who didn't have an outlet for their jewelry. As you know, most uh, jewelry stores won't buy back the rings they sell mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, yeah. and uh, if you go to a pawn shop, you're going to get so little of the value. And the founder saw this opportunity for us and for the divorce community. And it's really been, I think, a very fulfilling thing for the employees right. here. Yeah. And for me personally, I am a divorcee, not a woman though, <laughs> but uh, I've been down that road and um, I know what it's like. I know what the male's perspective is on yeah. it. But I think you're right that like when you're in that moment, there's so much going on. There's yes. so much to worry about. You're going yes. through so many changes. Yep. And 
selling a ring is a lot of work. I yes. mean, you can find these videos on YouTube of especially women yes. going into the diamond district and just getting totally ripped off. Yes. And it's so much footwork. I mean, you have to walk around, meet all these people. It can feel kind of icky. And there's so much emotion tied up. Right. In it. right. That's the big thing. You have yeah. so much emotion tied up into this high valued item. Right. And you need to have someone to really help you distill it all down and move it away from the emotion and the attachment to it and and figure out what the value is. It's interesting that you say that because we had Lori Itkin on our podcast and she's the financial advisor we worked mm -hmm. with on our white paper and everything. We love her. And one of the things that she talked about was how people have really emotional connections to their money. And by hiring a financial advisor, you really have somebody who's just looking at the facts who's going to kind of help you move through it because it can be really overwhelming and diamonds are exactly the same way. Same thing. And And what's unique about a divorcee in the diamond market is that she's likely to really just have the one item. Maybe she has some other gifts that her ex-husband gave her. But she's not someone who can walk into the diamond district with a bunch of inventory that she's pushing and be making those kind of relationships and deals. But what's amazing about Worthy, and that's why, you know, I wrote this ad that says a a team of experts and advocates. So you are the head of the team of experts and advocates. And you are... Sort of like the dream advocate that somebody would want to have behind them when they're selling a diamond. Oh, so thank you. I haven't even mentioned Tiffany's in like the the ads for this episode, anything. So let's get a little bit of a background okay. professionally. How lucky are we to have you at Worthy? <laughs> okay. So um, I'm a jewelry brat. I grew up in the business. My parents had a jewelry store. I went to GIA instead of going to college. Um, I didn't know that. Yes. Good for you. Um, and so I have been in the jewelry business for a long, long time. I won't tell you how old I am, but <laughs> a long time. Um, and I started at my parents' store for a number of years and found that I didn't like the retail. I wanted to be more involved with diamonds mm-hmm. and, and buying diamonds and selling diamonds and gemstones and pearls. And I was very fortunate enough to work with a company uh, called Cremenson Company in Newark, New Jersey, which at the time, back in the 80s, was the largest jewelry manufacturer in the United States. Mm-hmm. So I was fortunate enough to mentor under a gentleman who took me around the world wow. buying and selling diamonds, gemstones, pearls. Was that as glamorous as it sounds? No, it's it's not <laughs> glamorous because you're going to a lot of places, to mines, yeah, um, to China, to India. Not, right. Okay. And, and uh, you have very large financial transactions yeah. that, uh, and back in the 80s, early 80s, there wasn't the internet. Mm-hmm. So it was telex okay. and phones. And a phone call out of India cost $300 for about five minutes. So wow. you never called. And I was traveling a lot. Seven months out of the year, I was overseas. Wow. And I did that for 11 years until Tiffany came calling and wanted me to head up their gemstone acquisitions department and consolidate all their buying of loose gemstones, diamonds, and pearls. So I just want to underline that for people who are listening or watching. Tiffany came to him and asked him to be in charge. (laughs) Yes. Um, And so it was a very big honor and a very big challenge. And we set up a team. We wrote we rewrote the How to Buy a Diamond book. And back then, Tiffany had 10 stores. and, And from there... So you're, you wrote the book on how to buy a diamond. I rewrote it. You rewrote the yeah. book on yes. how to write a diamond. With today's and, modern cutting. I mean, I 
Again, you know, I started the episode by saying we don't want to convince anybody to sell their ring. Right. That's not that's not the worthy way. Yes. But we know that a lot of people are looking for the solution. And if they are, like, I just, I mean, you are you are the guy. You right. rewrote the book. <laughs> well, that's how to buy one. Now we're talking about how to sell one. Um, right, but, but, the, but, but our buyers but read our the buyers, book. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. So you were at Tiffany's. Yes. I was there for many years. And then I got divorced and I, I left. That was during the... The first internet bubble, okay. and a, bu- a bunch of us from Tiffany did a startup in the internet, which unfortunately didn't do very well, but it got me into this whole online business, yeah. which I love, and, uh, and found that I really like to build businesses and uh, work with teams like Worthy. And so when Worthy came along, I was at another internet startup. And Worthy came along and the founder came to me and said, uh, and a friend came to me and said, you should really look into this. And I saw that this is something that not only is a very good business, right. but it has a cause that yeah. resonates with a lot of the people that work here. Right. And, and so that's what makes it fulfilling for me. I'm a father of five and it makes me feel very good that I can give back yeah. to people this way. And so that's my story. That's how I got here. And I'm really, really happy that this business can do what it does for people. Yeah. This is certainly a different kind of job than you had in the past. You're still yes. working every day with diamonds. So yes. why don't you tell us a little bit about what your day-to-day is like? Um, my day-to-day is pretty much surrounded by the products that are coming in mm-hmm. that people ship to us. And the shipping process is is probably our customer's biggest fear in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I put my ring in a box, a FedEx box, and, and ship it to you? You know, we insure 100% the item based on the value that the customer um, has in their appraisal or their bill of sale mm-hmm. or document that values their piece. And we'll insure it up to $100,000. If it's over $100,000, and we do have items all the time that are over $100,000, then we arrange for a non-FedEx shipment, and we do a Brinks or Malka mm-hmm. midshipment, which are armed carriers, right? which will come either to your business or to your home and pick up the item for you, fully insured, by Worthy, and delivered here. Once it gets here, uh, we have obviously tracking on it through FedEx and, every, uh, and, and the other carriers. Once it arrives here, the package is opened up under a camera, and uh, we then right away take another still picture of it, a close-up picture that identifies it with the barcode. We know exactly what we've received. So it gets a new internal barcode. Yes, a new internal barcode that tracks it throughout the entire Worthy process. And then it goes through various stages of its life cycle here at Worthy until it's sold. The main thing is that we prepare it for the auction, for the buyers to see. We clean the item. We take, again, more digital photography, very close, what we call beauty shots of it for, yeah. the, for, the, for the auction. And actually, we have like the coolest cameras. For yes, that. We have we the, do. there's the 360 video. Yes. And then I don't, I don't know the name for the other that, one, but we've got that, the uh, real we have, beauty we shots. Have Nikon cameras that, that, yeah. that take digital photography. And we've got we those have, like light boxes yes, and everything. Yes, we, we have very, very yeah. controlled light, light situations that have revolving platforms in it to, yeah. to the turntable for the 360. A while ago, we were doing like 
your photo versus our photo because we used to have people send us pictures yes. of their ring. Yes. And it's amazing. I mean, like obviously people can go on eBay, they can go to Craigslist, they can try Facebook Marketplace. Right. And it just, it's like night and day. Yes. The way we, like after your ring is cleaned here, it's a hundred times more high quality, so much more expensive. Yes. And then you get these beauty shots of it and like side by side, it's like you can't believe it's the same item. Yes. It's really, I mean, it seems like not that big of a deal, but when you're you're trying to sell, sell something it. yes. it's a huge difference makes a big difference absolutely and that's why we have professional ultrasonic machines we have steam cleaners yeah. we go through all that care up front to get the piece right then we do the photography we decide where the item's going to go either the geological institute of america the gia for its evaluation its independent evaluation mm-hmm. so or it will go to igi or ghi and that determination is whether or not we can remove the center stone right. from the mounting. And when do you remove stones? Do you just remove stones? I know this first is a pain the, point for a lot of people. First of all, the customer has to feel comfortable. Right. Okay, that's the number one thing. Right. If they're not comfortable with it, we won't remove it, right. regardless of the size. If the ring has a pre-existing Gemological Institute, a GIA certificate, we still need to update it if it's older than a year because our buyers really want right. to have an updated certificate. To remove a stone is very simple. We have trained uh, diamond setters that will remove it, and it's very safe. It's done under camera. Right. And Once- we would, but like for me, I think I just want people to hear that we would never do it without their permission. 100%. Yeah. And if it looks like we can't remove it safely right. or put it back in, mm-hmm. we, will, we will ask you anyway if it, some people don't, don't care. You know, yeah. they're going to sell their item anyway. Right. This is the best way to sell it. If the stone is loose, the buyer can see the stone entirely, mm-hmm. and we can do a 360 video like we right. talked about earlier of the entire diamond, which is great. And then international buyers who are offshore, who have to rely on photography, will bid more right. if we have a complete 360 right. video of the stone. And, and that updated Yes, and the updated GIA, GIA. certificate. Yes, um, very important. Right. So, okay, I want to take a little bit of a step back, and I want to ask you... A little bit about the diamond industry okay. as a whole. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, I'm on social media all the time mm-hmm. as worthy. And yes. one of the things that I see people saying all the time is the diamond industry is a total sham. Don't buy diamonds. And I'm really curious to hear what your response to that is. And and from the perspective of, you know, our clients, mm-hmm. what do people need to understand about the diamond okay. industry? Well, the diamond industry is like the automotive industry. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's very, very similar. It's it's a industry that sells products, luxury products mm-hmm. that people buy for a lot of emotional reasons. And really, the jewelry industry is so tied to that event, that emotion, whether it's a wedding or right. an anniversary or a birth of a child or, or some, an inherited, inherited piece, piece yeah. whatever it is. There's like a sentimental value. Yes. Cars are maybe a little more practical. Jewelry is yes, pretty Yes, but, but people people buy cars emotionally <laughs> right. too. Also. And, yeah. and so they're buying it also for the look and everything right. else. So it's really about the value. Mm-hmm. When you go to a store and you buy an item of jewelry... You're paying a price for the designer, for for the store to make money, for the manufacturer right. to make money, for the diamond or stone cutter to make money. And there's a lot of different layers, just like there's a lot of different layers in the automotive business. Mm-hmm. And so when it's time to resell 
your item, if you're in a divorce situation or an inheritance situation, you're not going to get that retail value. You're going to get a value that's back at the beginning of the chain because really there's hundreds of stones out there. Yeah. And if you have a similar stone and your stone is more, they're going to pay less for the other stone. And and the retail value, like the retail value on a car, has to be brought back down to a relative resale value. Mm-hmm. And that resale value is all about supply and demand, just like in cars. Right. So if you're if you're buying a a Mercedes and then you go to resell it, yes, a, a Mercedes like a Tiffany ring will have added value, mm-hmm. a okay? higher resale a value, higher resale value, a Honda, than this right, mm-hmm. than a, a similar or even a similar car like a Cadillac. Mm-hmm. A Cadillac's a, a a brand name and a higher quality car, but doesn't have the resale value of a Mercedes. Okay, so a Tiffany ring versus a Zales ring, mm-hmm. even if it's of similar size and quality, the Tiffany sells a premium. Yeah. Whereas the Zales doesn't. Right. All right. So, so the market value does have a big effect in how we evaluate yeah. the price of an item. Right. And so, when somebody, you know, let's say you have a ring from Zales mm-hmm. and you paid a lot for it, yes, and then you find out what the resale value is. Yes. How do you explain that to someone who expects to get a lot more when they sell that ring? Well, again, there is a market cost for the diamond Mm -hmm. or that ring if we're selling it as a ring. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that market cost is the components that it's made out of. Mm -hmm. The center diamond, any side diamonds, and then the metal that's around there, whether it's platinum and gold. And the metal has has a very definite cost based on the price of the gold today or the price of platinum today. The side diamonds have a, have a value based on what the quality is, how many of them are there, and what shape or cut they mm-hmm. are. And they have a definite resale value. But the whole thing is about the center diamond. Right. And the center diamond in the marketplace, whether it's from Zales or from Sterling or from your local jeweler, mm-hmm. has a cost. It's all tied to a market price. That is driven by a supply and demand in the marketplace. Right. So the most common diamond, there's thousands of them available in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. So if it's a one carat G quality VS stone, there's probably two or 3,000 stones that are in the marketplace ready for sale now. Right. And so when you go to resell it, you have to be... Your, your price is below that market price mm-hmm. because somebody's going to pay you cash for your diamond. Mm-hmm. Okay? And to pay cash versus sell it to a store and have that store pay on terms down the road and manufacture it and everything else, there's a hard number. Just like when you go to trade in your car, there's a hard number. Mm-hmm. That car may be available on the lot that you're trading it into. Mm-hmm. And so the price that they're going to resell it at is not the price you're going to get for your trade-in. It's always something less. Right. That's the cash value of your car. Yeah. It's the same way it works with diamonds. Yeah. There's a hard cash value for that. Yeah. And that's the price that diamonds are traded at. Right. In the marketplace. So one of the things that I think we have really tried to do as a company Mm -hmm. is create different kinds of educational pieces. And we have these on our blog and we can link to them at worthy.com slash podcast. Um, for anyone who's interested in reading some of these, but it's a harsh reality. Yes. And when you have a stone or a ring that you want to sell, 
we see a lot of people disappointed. That's because they're they're thinking of what they paid for it. Right. Just like what you paid for that car. Right. And I, I think it's like, again, like we talked about how people might only have one item yes. like this. And yes. so, you know, when you're not an expert and you don't know the difference between that retail and that resale price, it yes. can be a, a shock. Very, a very big shock. And that's when we see that disappointment. But we really do everything that we can. I know we talked about the the cleaning and the imaging. We talked about the third-party grading, which, and you know. And then the other big thing is that we're a marketplace. Right. We have people bidding on the stone right. all over the world. Right. And so we can get a better price than a local jeweler, which is, can he put it into his store? Right. If he has, or does he have a customer for it? Right. Then he might buy it back from you. Right. But in nine out of 10 cases, he's got his own inventory sitting right. there. Right. And he doesn't want to buy back a ring. Well, the, especially, you know, the buying power of somebody yes. outside of a place with its own diamond district. It's, Correct. It's like, they don't, how much cash turnover do they have to be able to buy these big stones all the time? Correct. And we have hundreds of buyers. Yeah. We have all these stories, too, of people who they talk about they got three times as much with Worthy yes. that they were offered locally. Yes. And that's that, I think, going back to what you said about enjoying working for an internet company. Right. You know, we in the tech industry, we talk a lot about innovation and disrupting industries. And yes. I really feel that Worthy has been able to disrupt the diamond industry yes. because somebody in the Midwest or in the South or really anywhere in the United States, even people living in New York City, they come in and they use Worthy because we're doing the footwork for you. We're going to yes. cover the cost of the insurance and the shipping and we assume all of the risk. And we're going to do all of that, putting it up, having buyers bid on it and Another thing to keep in mind is that Roy's signature is on the bottom of the page, which is, that's just major. And it really allows people to have, it's almost, I think of that part as almost like a real estate agent. Yes. Like it's really hard to know what you have and to Correct. know what it's going to sell for. Yes. But when you have somebody who you can trust, who's going to take a look at it and then not just, you know, help you understand the whole process and understand what you've got, but sell it for you and, right. and get it in front of the right eyes. It's right. it's like, it's a get really it, amazing get in front thing. Of hundreds of pairs right. of eyes at once. And, and approved eyes. Yes. I mean, we, so we're the, maybe you want to talk a little bit about our buying community. Yes. Our, our buyers are all professional buyers. They are international and domestic, like I've already said, and they have tremendous buying power and they're very competitive. Mm -hmm. We've had items that I've looked at and said, oh, you know, this is going to get XYZ value and it's bid up three or four or five times wow. above that value because they see in different parts of the country different needs. Yeah. And different the marketplace internationally, what doesn't sell well here might be selling well in Hong Kong mm -hmm. or might be selling well in, in Europe. And so if you're if you're somebody living in, you know, South Florida. Yes. What access do you have to Hong Kong? Right. Through Worthy, you've got it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Makes you be much more able to recoup mm -hmm. the value out of the item. Yeah. A better price. So Worthy, I think, was really built to have these kinds of things in mind. Yes. And when you were helping to build this, I mean, what kinds of things were you thinking about? Do you feel like when you were building Worthy, you had these these pain points for a client in mind well, and we we did and 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 as more clients shipped us items we we realized that there were a lot more pain points than we realized yeah. for the customer you know uh, 
getting over the hurdle of shipping it to us, Mm -hmm. getting a bigger marketplace. You know, we had a great marketplace for emerald cut diamonds Mm because we had a lot of them early on because they were a big seller in the early 80s, late 80s. And then princess cuts came and princess cuts took over the emerald cut market. And in the early 90s, everybody was buying princess cuts. Yeah. And now the whole market has changed again in the United States Uh away from princess cuts to softer, rounder shapes. Uh And now in Asia, more princess cuts are selling. So we're seeing the princess cut buyers in Asia bidding up the princess cuts where in this country they don't. And that's one of the pain points we found that by building this marketplace, by creating a network of buyers, we could serve our customers better. And the other thing was just being able to do the watch business. Mm-hmm. Now we've we've really started to build up our watch business. Right. And and the watch buyers are a very peculiar group. They're not as as disciplined or mm-hmm. or as organized as the diamond market. But when you have a nice watch, when you have a Tag Heuer or a Rolex or an Omega, mm-hmm. there are buyers for those watches. Yeah. Not only for the old everybody wants the old ones. Yeah. But the modern ones, the ones that were bought two years ago or three yeah. years ago, there's a marketplace for them. Totally. And, and and so developing different marketplaces for different types of diamonds, for different types of jewelry has been really the interesting thing of building out mm-hmm. what 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 worthy is. Yeah. Well, I think We should take a quick break. Okay. And we'll be right back with Roy. Super. Moving past divorce is hard enough without your old engagement ring staring you in the eye every time you open your jewelry box. Worthy provides the smart solution for women looking to safely elevate their rings from dusty relics of hard times to financial assets to help you embrace your fresh start. Worthy covers the cost of insurance, shipping, grading, and more. So, if you're going to sell, sell smart with Worthy. Go to worthy.com slash podcast to get started. We're ready when you are. All right, we're back with Roy. (laughs) And Roy, we were talking about, we started talking about our process. So, we got as far as saying that people ship stuff in. So Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit more about the shipping process. Sure. So if I were to call Worthy and say, I've got this ring, what kind of advice would I get about the shipping? Number one, follow the shipping instructions. Right. So we provide really, really clear. Really clear shipping instructions. You want to use the FedEx packaging that's provided by FedEx. We offer... Uh, the ability to pick up the item at your home. Mm-hmm. FedEx will come to your door. If you can prepackage it before the FedEx truck arrives at your home, you want to get a medium FedEx box and a small FedEx box mm-hmm. um, or something larger, but you want to double box your item. And why do you want to double box your item is FedEx works in this big, massive um conglomerate yeah. of boxes everywhere. And if, I feel like we have a lot of boxes. Yes. It must be crazy at FedEx. It's crazy at FedEx. And and it's all automated. So now, you know, your box goes on a conveyor belt mm-hmm. right off the plane, right through the airport, right to a distribution center. And if it gets punctured, the outside box gets punctured, the inside box protects the item. Mm-hmm. If you have a small ring and it's in a plastic bag and, and it's inside this box and the outer box gets crushed and there's no inner box, 
that ring will pop out of that box mm -hmm. because of the conveyor and the weight. So you want to have the double box. That's very important. And if you're not double boxed, you're not insured. The insurance companies demand that your item be double boxed. Mm -hmm. It has to be in two boxes. Even if it's a big brown box, an Amazon box, right. put it in a smaller box inside. And I know we see like a lot of items come in taped to the inner box or yes. they have it in a ring box taped yes. to the inner box inside the outer box. Yes. But if you're listening, this might sound overwhelming, but we really make it it's super very, clear. It's very and then, clear. I mean, we have how many rings coming in a day? So many. Over 100. And so it sounds like a lot, but it's totally manageable. Yes. And we wouldn't be doing it if we didn't think we could do it in a right. safe way for you. And so. we provide a label, a pre-addressed, right. prepaid label that has our destination on it, our name. And it allows you just to put the label on the outside of the box, seal it up. Put your items in first, please, um, <laughs> because sometimes people forget. Oh, um, gosh. Yes. But but you have to make sure that the box is sealed properly. You have it double boxed. Mm -hmm. It comes insured to us. We open it up. We check and it all out. So, yeah, we talked about how we yep. open it under yes. a camera. Right. And you get that first picture. You yes. get the barcode. Then we get things cleaned. cleaned. We get things photographed and yes. videoed. It's yes. like your ring's model moment. Yes. And then we talked a little bit about the grading. Yes. I mean, you know more about diamonds than anybody. Why can you not just be the one who says this is the grading? Because unfortunately, at the point of sale, when you buy a ring, sometimes let's take a mall store. It can be any of them. When you buy a ring in a mall store, mm -hmm. you're buying one style that has been reproduced thousands of times mm -hmm. by that jewelry manufacturer who sold it to the mall store. And they come with these certificates. Some of them are even a certificate that we would provide later, IGI. Mm -hmm. But what IGI does when, when they're grading these thousands of rings, all the same style, they're giving a range. Right. Uh, because not every diamond is going to be that particular quality. It's going to fall into a range of quality. And sometimes it's a broad range. Right. When you're selling your ring, you want to have the exact quality. Right. You want to have the exact range. And so that's why when we look at it, if we can remove it, we'll send it to GIA. If not, it'll go to IGI or GHI who will grade it inside of the ring. Mm -hmm. And having Worthy do that doesn't allow us to have an independent view of the right. item. So that's okay. one of the things that I think people get a little bit mixed up about about Worthy. Mm -hmm. They think sometimes people think that we're buying the rings. Yes. And we're not. We're we're, not. we're more like the real estate agent that's helping that's you right. get that sale. That is correct. And so while it's really important for us to have the trust of our sellers, we also have to have the trust of our buyers and yes. being able to have that kind of relationship with them, I think gets our sellers a higher bid. That is correct. And that's one of the reasons why it's so important that you're here because you're right. such a trustworthy person in the industry. People know your name. And, yes. But even though you're so well-respected, we still get that third-party grading. 100% because we that's, want that. that's you, the seller get wants you the that. best deal. It gives, right. it gives the seller the trust that we are standing with them mm -hmm. to make sure they get the best deal. We are looking at the grading. We're going to give them what we feel the value is for the item at market. Yeah. Whether it's a watch, whether it's a necklace, whether it's a ring, whether it's a loose diamond. We evaluate what the certificate comes back. You, the seller doesn't understand the certificate. Right. They, they need our help. 
yeah. in order to evaluate it properly. Mm-hmm. And, and once we evaluate it and we put our value on it, then the seller can say, okay, I'm going to set my reserve price. Right. So now, okay, the item comes back. Yes. And we tell them what the grading says. Yes. And, and you what the give, range. And we give them what we think they're going to get. Yes. So, okay, this is now, I think, one of the things that I love the most about Worthy. Yes. I think it's one of the things that makes Worthy such a good match for women who are in this situation looking to sell an item. So you say... You're, you know, the smartest man in the world about diamonds. You say, I think that you can expect from here to here. Yes. But some woman in from anywhere in the United States mm-hmm. can completely ignore yes. what you think 100%. she should expect. Yes. And we let them set their reserve price, their minimum. So tell us a little bit about how that works. Okay. So after it comes back from grading and I, I, I look at it and evaluate it and say the market's going to be this range mm-hmm. from X to Y. Mm-hmm. That's really where we feel it might fall slightly above that. We hope and feel that it, unless there's something in the marketplace that we're not understanding that would fall below that. Mm-hmm. But in general, we feel that's the, the target range of where it's going to be. The buyer, the seller can then set their reserve at that price, below that price, right. if they're really motivated to sell. And the best thing about it is, that doesn't stop where the auction is mm-hmm. going to go. I'll give you an example. If you set the price at $1,000, mm-hmm. that's your reserve. And I said it was from $900 to $1,200. Okay. At $1,000, the auction doesn't stop. The auction can go to $1,200, $1,300, $1,400, $1,500, $2,000 until the bidding stops. And the seller gets the advantage of all that extra money mm-hmm. in their pocket, minus our fees, of course. But that's what's good about Worthy. We don't, and even if you set it at $2,000, instead of $1,000, the auction runs and you as the seller, here's the final price. Mm -hmm. If it goes over $2,000, it's sold. If it goes over $1,000 in the first example, it's sold. So when it 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 reaches that price that you set, it's an automatic sale and anything that's above that, you're also going to get that. It's not, you're not capping. You're not capping it at $1,000. We're not stopping the auction at $1,000. Now, if it goes below $1,000, if it goes to $800, you'll hear the, the best price we have mm-hmm. for, the, for the item. And, and then you can determine as the seller whether or not you want to accept that. So, okay, let's start with somebody accepts it. Mm-hmm. How do we close everything out? What happens? There's a couple of different things that happen. Uh, the first is, you know, you get notified via email if it goes over mm-hmm. the uh, reserve price. And... That your item is successfully won. Please put in your your banking information if you haven't done so already. Mm-hmm. Now we ask for it up front um, mm-hmm. so that we can save this step. But sometimes people don't don't get to that. And you put in your banking information, or if you want to check, or yeah. if you want to get paid in another method. We have a couple of different ways to get paid, but you determine what's best for you. And some of those different ways take longer or shorter periods right. of time. And it depends on your bank. Yes, and, and the bank. But bank. we we get it done. Very quickly. Very That's quickly. one of the things that I hear yes. people love so much about working yes. with us is they can't believe how fast yes, the whole process paid. went and how fast you know, the money was in their account. Yes, and, the fastest yeah. way is just a, 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 bank, a, transfer. a bank, bank transfer. Right. That's the most popular way and mm-hmm. the fastest way. Yeah. If it goes below that, there's a process now that you can say, I'll accept the offer. Mm-hmm. Or you can go back to the top five buyers and say, here's my buy it now price. Mm-hmm. And you can set a new price. Something below, we give you a recommended range below what 
your initial reserve was, but closer to what the high bid was mm -hmm. and see if you can move the high bid closer to, to what yeah. you want. And that takes a few days to do. And then at the end of that, of course, you'll still hear the best price that you got, or maybe the buyer has moved this price to your price and then it's sold to your so new price. in the unlikely event that we mm -hmm. don't get you the deal that you're looking for, yes. what happens? If somebody says, okay, it came in, I said, I'm willing to sell for $1,000 mm -hmm. or more, and the highest bid I got was $800. I extended. Mm -hmm. I got $815 after right. three more days, right. and I, I really don't want to sell for less than 1000 So Then we do a couple of things. Number one, if we removed your diamond from your ring, we put it back in your ring. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. And that takes a couple of days to process because we want to do it right. We right. want to make sure These that... These are diamonds. Done. We're right. not rushing around. Right. 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 <laughs> and, and, and we do that. If the diamond is in the ring, we then process your return. It takes 24 hours to process the return. We um, make sure that everything's correct. We match up everything. And then we create a new label. We have to talk to you about where you want it returned to. Mm -hmm. Because... You might have shipped it from your office, and yeah. now you want it sent to your home. Maybe you moved. Maybe or... you moved, or maybe maybe you um, are going to go away, and mm -hmm. and you want it to go to your sister's house. Right. But you have to give us your new your return address. Right. You confirm the address. Confirm the address for the return. Yes, and then it gets shipped back today, FedEx to your home and or wherever. How much does Let's say this didn't work out mm -hmm. for somebody. Yes. How much does it cost? I mean, we paid for the insurance. Shipping both ways, a grading. How much does a grading cost? Uh, it depends on the size and the quality, uh, the size of this the item. Mm -hmm. But it, on average, it's about eighty dollars. Okay, so we've spent. How much would you say on a standard? Uh, there's probably about one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, so Worthy has spent like one hundred and fifty dollars, and you've decided not to sell the ring. Yes. So what does it cost the client? Nothing. Nothing. And they get the certificate. Right. And they have those model shots yes. of the ring and, now. And the model shots. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every once in a while, I'll see I'll see something on Facebook. Somebody's got their pictures up yes. with the Worthy logo in the yes. corner. Yes. And I, I know. And of course, they're not getting any better offers on their Facebook marketplace than we yes. were able to get them. But right. uh, it is nice that they have those pictures. And it, and it has happened in the past that, you know, people then take their item back, they try to shop it around, and then of they course. end up sending it back in yes. and selling with yes. Worthy. And we we're happy that, to do we that. We get that too. a lot uh, where people say, can you get that offer back? Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't if it's not within about 10 days mm -hmm. because the buyers moved right. on. Right. They're so, turning so much inventory. Yes. They're not yes. going to remember it. And, right. Right. But we can we can start over. Yes. And if you do sell your ring, mm -hmm. we have this amazing office and amazing staff. So how do we make our money to afford to do what we do? <laughs> <laughs> we make our money by charging you a percentage of the selfie. Mm -hmm. And it's anywhere from 5% to 22%, depending on the, the value of the item. Right. And I, and we'll link also to where you can see the see fee the structure fees, sure. at worthy.com slash podcast. And one of the things that I love whenever people, you know, in my personal life ask me what I do and I tell yes. them about Worthy, they always ask me what the fees are. And they're so surprised because especially online places, yes. the fees are like 40% in most places. Yes. And we really, I think that, you know, our fees are really competitive. Your local jeweler is probably going to take also like 25%. So... We yes. really, we do have our fee. It's how we do what we do. Yes. Um, but it's a really but reasonable it's a fair fee. fee. Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. So I think the next thing that we'll do is I'm going to ask you 
some of the most common questions that we get. But let's start with, this is, I think, the most common question. Mm -hmm. We talked about your grading report, and we talked a little bit about appraisals. And one of the things people are always confused about the difference between an appraisal and a grading report. And it's really, really important when you're selling your ring to know the difference. So tell us what's the difference. Okay. There are three things. Okay. There is the invoice that you get when you buy something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then there is an appraisal, which is used for insurance purposes. Right. Which values the ring normally two times the value that you paid for it. Mm-hmm. And why does an appraiser do that? It's because he's looking or she is looking to the future about the value of the ring at retail mm-hmm. and trying to anticipate the price of diamonds, what they're going to look like five years from right. now or seven years from now. And so an insurance appraisal is the value that you would receive from your insurance company, less your deductible. Right. For the ring if it's lost or stolen. Right. Okay? That's the value. And that is the money then that you would go use to buy it again at a jewelry store. Correct. So we're talking purely retail. It's like your appraisal is retail. A inflated retail. Right. And that's another question that I have. I mean, it's in our interest to have your ring be as much worth as much as possible because we make more when when you make more. Sure. And also for the insurance company, right? Yeah, of they course. also the premiums well, they that premium you're paying. Costs more. So, so yes. do you find that it happens a lot that insurance companies are over evaluating items to get higher premiums? They, they overvalue. Okay. They overvalue, not evaluate, because the evaluation is is really goes back to the grading report. Right. That's okay? like more science. Yes, that's the right. science side. Okay. So, if the diamond is graded at a specific color and clarity and carat weight, and the metal is certain. Uh, gram weight and the side stones are certain size. That's all the evaluation part. That's the part that we do here mm-hmm. and that the GIA does and the IGI right. company does or the other labs. The appraisal is really just the retail version of where they think it's going to go in the in the future. Right. And they'll take it as high as they can. They'll take it because they make more money. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. So... And that's something buyers know, right? Yes, of course. So, well, the buyers don't even even look at the appraisal, right. to tell you the truth. And the so, appraisal document it means nothing to us. The only thing that, that a buyer looks at is the GIA evaluation of the mm-hmm. stone, which gives them the gemological view of what the stone is, right. which would then determine its value in the marketplace. Right. And so what I usually tell people when they ask me what what is my appraisal useful yes. for? I say like, for sure, it can help you fill out our online form when yes. you're describing your ring to us, which helps us know how much to insure it for on its way here. Correct. But as far as if you should expect anywhere near to that number. Right. It has nothing to do with the right. value that you're going to receive. And so people, again, back to this, you know, these women who we love that yes. have this one item and yes. this is a totally new industry for them and a totally new sale that they mm-hmm. might not be experienced with. This is a moment that I think people get really disappointed. Yes. But it's just, you know, again, we do everything we can to educate you about how this works. And and given the realities of the resale market, we do everything yes. we can to get you the best deal. Right. So in a Appraisal is like not, not the thing to lead with here. No, it's not. It's it has nothing, no bearing right. on the resale market. Right. It's just like you insure your car. Going back to the car analogy, right. you insure your car for X dollars 
when you go, you don't expect to get the, that money, the insurance value, right. when you go to trade it in right. or when you go to sell it on eBay exactly. or on, on Craigslist or yeah. uh, Kelly Blue Book. Okay. So, okay. This is another big one yes. that we get all the time. So a lot of the time people will send an item to us and they say like it's a three carat ring. Yes. And it turns out that it's three carats total. Total weight. And why is that? What is the difference and why is it important? So here you have a three carat emerald cut center stone with two one carat emerald cut side stones Mm -hmm. and then two 10 point baguettes on the center stone. So right here. And then the wedding band in the back is soldered together, mm-hmm. and there are two more baguettes on the back. Right. But this ring, total weight is four and a half carats, mm-hmm. okay? But it's only a three-carat center stone, okay? Right. So there's a difference. When you when you go in and say, I have a four and a half carat diamond ring on our platform, and say it's four and a half carats, you would get a different evaluation right. than saying I have a ring with a three-carat three center stone right. and a carat and a half inside stones. Okay, here's an, another question then. And we'll come back and look at another another one with lots of little diamonds to talk about total sure, caraway because sure. I know that's that's an important piece of this. But when we sell an item, like we were just looking at this ring, it yes. has a, a three carat stone in the middle, and then it has all these other yes. smaller stones. And is this platinum or white gold? It's platinum. So, and it has platinum. So, when you sell this item, yes, what are you selling? We're selling the entire ring. Okay. Okay. What what we will do? We will ask the the seller to remove the center stone mm-hmm. and in this case we would remove the yeah. two side stones because they're large right. enough to get their own GIA certificates mm-hmm. so this ring that we just looked at would have three GIA certificates okay and then we would evaluate the four baguettes and the platinum separately and one total value so you'd have a value for the center stone an internal value mm-hmm. how I look at it an internal value for the center stone Two values for the two side stones because right. they each have their own GIA certificate and a value for the side small baguettes and the platinum. You'd get one evaluation for the entire ring of all those components together. Okay. So okay? when you sell with Worthy, yes. you're going to get every piece that is every of value piece. is Correct. going to sell. and Correct. you'll get. So it's not like, I know there are some places where they'll take the stone and then you send your gold yes. over here, yes. but we will no. take care of the whole thing yes. for you. Okay, yes. great. So now let's get back to the question of uh, total, total carat versus center stone. So here's, here's another, let's look at, here's another version. Okay. So here's a princess cut center, which is a, three-quarter carat center diamond. Mm-hmm. And then there's another carat of side diamonds around it. Mm-hmm. Okay? So this is this is one and three-quarter carat total weight ring. At point of sale at a mall store, yeah. that's how they would sell it. A one and they, three-quarter carat yeah. ring. Right. So when a customer then goes into Worthy and puts their information in, they would put it as a Three-quarter carat center stone. Right. And a one-carat total weight side stones. So 
It's frustrating because the yes. jewelry store is going to sell it to you one way and the buyers are going to buy it in another yes. way. Yes. And there's, you know, again, that's one of those harsh realities yes. that like we really can't do anything yes. about that. That's, you know, the jewelry store knows what they're doing and, 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 and they're able to people, sell it to you that way, but you can't sell it that would, way. would input into our system one right. and three quarter carats right. of diamond. Yeah. And then we're we're evaluating it based on a one and three quarter carat center diamond. Right. Which inflates the value. So when it comes here and yes. you've sent it out for grading yes. and you come back with different numbers, do how does the price adjust? Well, we would evaluate it on a three quarter carat center diamond. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then our team would call the seller and say, You have a three quarter carat center diamond and one carat of side diamonds plus the 14 carat gold. Right. And here's the total value for that. Un unfortunately, though, a lot of times when the seller first gets their initial estimation, that estimation is based on a carat, 1.75 carat diamond, mm -hmm. which is totally different. Right. A totally, totally different price point. Yeah. And, and so we have to explain that away by the difference between total carat weight and sender carrot wheat. Right. And that's like a, a, one of those other moments where yes. like sometimes I think people maybe misunderstand why yes. that's happening. Yes. But we really are always doing everything that we can to get people the best deal possible. Absolutely. And even if that's how the jewelry store sold it to you, our yes. buyers know exactly what the jewelry store was right. doing. And yes. that's, you know, it's something that's in the past that we can't. Well, when you see those flyers from the mall store in your right. Sunday paper, yeah. and they're saying one carat total weight, and you look at it, and there's a small center stone right. and all these stones yeah. around it, that's not a one carat center stone. Right. And, and it has to be priced appropriately. And these rings, like a lot of the time, we see a lot of these cluster rings yes. that have the four yes. square Yes, diamonds in the middle, set. Yes. And, it, and it's beautiful. It's yes. really beautiful. And, yes. and, you know, of course, people should wear them in good health. And, Absolutely. But as far as the resale value goes, it's just, it's not, it's, it's not close. the same kind of a no. deal as, no. as these rings They're with sold as a stones. total weight ring. Right. And when you look at all the parts, yeah. that's how you have to evaluate it as parts. Right. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think we've covered the big two. The two big two, yes. <laughs> so now we'll, we'll have a little bit more fun. We talked about minimums. Okay, let's say there's somebody who has a GIA certificate from last month mm -hmm. in Minnesota. Yes. Does she have to send her ring in to use Worthy? Yes. Okay. And why is because, I, first of all, we have to do all the photography, all, mm -hmm. that, all that work. All that work has to get done. We have to verify that the stone matches the certificate. Believe it or not, jewelry stores sometimes make mistakes. Yeah. And, and we've had this happen where the certificate doesn't match the stone in the ring. Wow. Okay. And, and I'll give you a good example of how it happens. A uh, store has three or four loose diamonds, very similar in size. Mm -hmm. And they're showing it to a client who wants to buy one of the, one of the stones. And for whatever reason, the salesperson makes a mistake and puts the wrong ring uh, the wrong diamond together with that ring mm -hmm. and the certificate goes along with that and then it comes downstream to us and we look at it and there's no way it matches yeah and and unfortunately we have to then send the original certificate the diamond to gia and have them reevaluate it right and and match it up for for the way what it is a now nightmare. It's a very big And I know nightmare. we've also had people send things in and then they, they find out that it's not a real diamond. Well, that's that's another real real problem. Um, unfortunately, 
some people will say they bought a diamond. Yeah. And, I, that's and, something or we they'll see. sell the center diamond right. out of the ring. Right. Well, at a later time, they need cash or whatever. Right. And they put in a that's, CZ right. or they put in a, a moissanite or, yeah. or something else. So we, we hear about that a lot on social too. People yes. who come across our site and they're yes. really excited about it. And they say, oh, I took it to my jeweler. Yes. before I was going to send it in. And it turns out it's not a diamond. And right. it happens a lot. It's yes. so, it's just, it's disappointing. But yes. that's a thing that, that really happens. Or it's a um, synthetic diamond. Right, right. Yeah, which is so, another big thing. Yeah. Okay. We talked about the insurance. Mm-hmm. We will insure things based on the information that our clients give Correct. us when they start the process. And it's up to $100,000. Yes. And that's all on us. Yes. And then is Worthy safe? That's another question I get all the time. Listen, we don't own any of the jewelry that we sell. Mm-hmm. It's somebody else's merchandise, and we mm-hmm. take this very, very seriously. It's our seller's merchandise. We want to facilitate a sale for them, but we never take ownership of it. Right. And we do everything we can to make sure that we track the item from the point it's received to the point either it's sold to our buyer or given back to them. And our whole role in this is to facilitate a sale. And we are extremely careful with our our seller's items Mm -hmm. to make sure that nothing impacts them. Everything's barcoded. Everything's tracked. We have cameras at every key location. So we do everything we can to ensure that our seller feels that Worthy is going to protect them yeah. during this process. I mean, you can't even get up to this floor without a special key. Correct. It's a, yes. This is a really secure facility, yes. and there's amazing people working and, here. And we have very good relationships with GIA, which right. is the best lab in it the world. Is, yeah. And, and IGI and GHI are other very good labs. All of our employees are, are vetted and bonded right. and, and insured, and my, my team really does a, a great job to make sure that, you know, your ring is your ring when it's shipped. I think you also, you know, you talked about how you have been through a divorce and it's yes. it's just like a part of your experience being yes. here. And yes. I think for so, I think for everybody here, mm-hmm. on the one hand, yes, this is a secure facility and we've put all of the practices in place. We have a great relationship with Brinks. Yes. We have a great relationship with FedEx and we're on top of all of those things. But right. also the people that are hand, the people who are unboxing your item, the people right. who are cleaning it, they know the stories that are coming yes. in with these items. And there's so much love for our clients yes. here. So yes. it's like, it's safe and sound like yes. it's beyond this we yeah. we look at it as beyond the security and i yeah. think that's one of the things that really makes our company different from from other options that people have right right and 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 like i said earlier we don't we're not here to make make them an offer mm-hmm. and just buy it from them right. and then resell it right um we're here to to make sure they get the most yeah. that they possibly can right and part of that is doing all this extra work that gives their item the best chance to sell. Mm-hmm. And you touched on it. It's 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 very emotional for us. Yeah. We are we are in tune with our sellers. We we become part of their completely their process. Right. And and we're there we hold their hand through the entire thing. It's yeah. it's really, really good. And and you know, I think this podcast is kind of a piece of that. Right. The fact that we're sure. able to do something like this when you know this is what we normally we have, you know, writers and different kind of divorce professionals and right. single moms on the podcast and and their stories are really important and and one of the things that 
we really like to do is we know that we are providing the best solution to women who are at this stage of their life with their jewelry. But there's not enough people that are advocating for these women and giving them the attention and and the content that they really deserve. And, and it's something that people aren't always talking about. And so I think you can see how what we're able to do with jewelry has grown into so many different things. Yes. It's not just this podcast. It's, you know, our blog and yes. our newsletters and our it's Facebook been a great group. Thing. And, it's been a great yeah. thing for our company to mm-hmm. get involved in. And the divorce process is sometimes a very lonely yeah. process. And yeah. I think we're here to help them in this facet of their divorce, mm-hmm. um, hold their hand through it right. and, and make them feel secure and, and safe that they're they're doing the right thing. They can reach out to any of our partners in the financial groups that we that we partner with or, right. or advice columns. We've even we we have uh, like Erin Levine of Hello Divorce. So yes. she's like in the Bay Area, but right. she's she's doing this kind of national thing now. She's talking about the legal process of divorce. Right. And we talked with a lawyer in North Carolina and we're really trying to give them like yes. the 360, but we know that we're the people on diamonds. Right. And so like yes. I'm so glad that we're we're getting to do this episode because this is, you know, this yeah. is what it's all about. And I think it would Maybe not be the most interesting podcast every week, right? But <laughs> but this is you know this is the the meat of our sandwich, and you're we're, right. I'm not, I'm not that interesting. You're saying no. You're fascinating, <laughs> oh and the oh diamonds God. are so fun. And we'll take yes. a closer look too. But I hope that people feel that that yes. piece of it that it's not. Yes, we've got the experts. Yes, we've got the security. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a lot of compassion that goes into to what yes. we're doing here. Hundred um, percent. And we're trying to give them everything that we possibly can. So, okay, we talked about the fees. We talked about how this provides solutions that you can't really get locally. What items do we accept? So we accept almost every type of jewelry, as long as it is gold, platinum, palladium. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do accept some silver if it's branded like Mm -hmm. David Yurman, but non-branded silver really doesn't have a lot of intrinsic value. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's added value from a brand, we, we would accept some silver jewelry as well. And we're doing something exciting, which is our new inheritor project, mm-hmm. um, where we accept jewelry boxes. And so we accept collectibles now. We'll do gold pens, gold coins, things like that. But any type of diamond jewelry is really our, our mm-hmm. key niche. We're right. really, really strong. Loose diamonds. And then, of course, any kind of watch. We have an extensive list of watch brands on our site. Uh, that we do accept. There are some lesser quality watches like Swatch or or Timex that we don't accept because there isn't a big resale market mm-hmm. for it, or there's right. no intrinsic value. A plastic Swatch watch, although it has a lot of collectors out there. Yeah. Uh, but those are Swatch collectors, right. and it's a very specific uh, business. Right. But as far as intrinsic value in a watch, right? Uh, pocket watches, pendant watches, antiques. And we do men's stuff too. Yes, of course. Cufflinks so, and, right. and men's rings. We've had some. I love when we get men's rings. Yes. I'm always like, yes. I, I've never seen a man wearing these, you know, giant diamond rings, yes. but they're so cool. And yeah. it's, it's always fun to see those come through. Um, so we sell men's and women's jewelry. Absolutely. And what kind of stones do we sell? We do most of the big, more common gemstones ruby, emerald, sapphire, mm-hmm. paraiba, tourmaline. Are the, are the key ones that we sell. There are some 
more esoteric stones like alexanderite mm-hmm. uh, that we can do padparasha. Right. So we've got all of this information on our website yes. and we'll link to that so people yes. will be able to find it. But we do sell more than engagement rings. Yes. And we are growing, and that's one of the ways that, you know, if you have something that you've inherited or yes. something that you're looking to sell, We'd love we can, to hear from it's you definitely worth you. checking with us because yes. if we if we think we can help you, we would love to help. Absolutely. And we'll let you know, you know, transparency is a core value, yes. which is another reason that I was so excited to have you on because giving people the opportunity to really meet you and, yes. and hear from you and to talk about the whole process and everything and really just kind of opening the doors. We're, we're sitting in our New York office. Right. And so if you're, if you're listening and you can hear a taxi every once in a while, that's, <laughs> that's the reason why. Okay. I guess my last question for you, and I will also let our listeners know that anybody who's in the New York area yes. or visiting or, you know, finds himself here. Yes. If you're not comfortable sending your ring in and mm-hmm. you want to bring it in, we love having people Absolutely. here. We see we, people every day. Yeah. And we're and we invite them in securely. Yes. <laughs> but um, so people are welcome to be here. And a lot of people do have the pleasure of meeting you yes. and showing you their item and talking mm-hmm. to you and learning all about, you know, what yes. we do. And, and they're able to get started in-house. I right. know sometimes you even take them to the grading. Yes. And, but we can't do that kind of handholding for people who are very far away. Right. I know that you would love the opportunity to meet with every woman that's selling through our site. And... I wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of let them know the kind of things that you would say to a woman who comes in here. Well, first of all, explain, like we did earlier, the process mm-hmm. to make them comfortable. Right. Um, and explain to them what the value is, where, where we think it's going to sell at the marketplace, and, and, and really to get them to understand, like this podcast, what we do, what our value added is for them, mm-hmm. and explain what the market is. This is a very, very blind item. Right. It's the most blind item. And in a lot of cases, the woman in the divorce, she's not participating in the purchase. She's not right. participating in the quality right. analysis. She's given a ring mm-hmm. and, and doesn't know much about it. She may see the certificate. She may not see the certificate up front. And, and so... Getting to understand what all this is and getting comfortable with it, I think, is the key. Right. And and so that, I think, is is the biggest thing that we can do is to help them get comfortable with the process, help them get comfortable with what the quality of the item is, what GIA adds, why we give out to GIA versus grading it in-house. And we do grade some items that are in-house, mm-hmm. but those are items that we don't feel have significant enough value to go to a lab. Right. And like we said earlier, you know, my team and myself have years of experience. We can look at a diamond right away, determine what the quality is, where we think it's going to go. But having that GIA third-party view of it adds a level of comfort. It's like staging your house. That's right. That's right. That level (laughs) of comfort that that this is what it's going to – this is what it finally is. Yeah. And especially, let's take the other example where you get a, an item that's inherited. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is. Right. Getting a certificate is the first step to determining the value, mm-hmm. the true worth of, it, of something. Yeah. And, and that's what we want to get to. 
Well, I want to thank you so much, not just for being on the podcast, but for making Worthy something that really helps these women because we have so much love for them. And I'm just so proud of the things that we do and the way that we're able to advocate for them and give them that advantage. And I also want to thank you for making this such a wonderful place where we can all be proud of what we do. What you do is so important for us. Thank you. You're special. Thanks again to Roy for joining us and to all of you for listening. Next week, we'll be joined by Leslie Jane Seymour, one of the most influential voices in media. After years of writing for and eventually running magazines like Redbook, Glamour, and More Magazine, Leslie started Covey Club, an amazing virtual meeting place for lifelong learners. Her audience is women over the age of 40, but we talked about reinvention, the importance of community and female voices, and she shared some of her favorite celebrity stories with us. The content of this episode is as timeless as she is, so you'll want to tune in regardless of your age. Make sure you subscribe so you can catch every new episode of Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle in your feed weekly. If you like what you hear, rate and review us to help other women like you find us. Thanks for listening to Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle, a branded podcast from Worthy dedicated to celebrating women like you as you embrace a new beginning after divorce, separation, or whatever. Worthy is an online auction platform designed to help you sell valuable items like an engagement ring or a wedding set. When you decide to send your ring in, we pay for the shipping and insurance to ensure that it arrives safely to our New York office. Once we receive the ring, we have it professionally graded and photographed, which helps it sell competitively in our buyer network. One of the best parts of working with Worthy is that you get to set the minimum on your item. After the grading, our gemologists will give you a recommended selling minimum, but at the end of the day, you get to decide how much you want to sell the ring for. If the highest bid comes in below that threshold and you decide not to accept it, we'll send you your ring back and we'll even cover the costs of the insured shipping again. Let us help you get the best deal possible for the jewelry you've outgrown. Are you ready to embrace your fresh start? Us too. Go to worthy.com podcast to learn more.